back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're listening to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. And we want to hear from you because we're going to continue our conversation Shocker about Nebraska football. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you. Any thoughts, concerns, comments, questions, let us know on the Starter Heyman text line or give us a call on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. On all of those platforms, you can listen to the show. You can watch us as we interact with each other and all the listeners. And if you head over to YouTube, Give us a like, give us a subscribe. Our goal is 1,500 here in the near future. Um, um, we'll go ahead and say 1,500 by the Georgia Southern game. That'll be our goal. Again, 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you. And strictly, I kind of want to pick off where we pick up where we were uh, before we had to take a take a break. Um, I got something I want to do too. All right, go and for it, it. No, but I want I'm, I'm, I want to finish that conversation. Okay. But I got something I want to do, right. and I want to do it also on the Sutter Hammond text line. Perfect. You want me to go first? Huskers, the good, the bad, <laughs> and the ugly. Ooh, I like that. I want like I want to I want to tap in on that, but I'm gonna let you go first. But just be thinking about that four zero two four six four five six eight five. We're gonna talk about the good of what you saw in this week's game that we can grow from the bad on which we need to get better at and the ugly that if that if that ugly shows up then it's going to be nasty dirty funky stanky all of that that comes on a monday that follows that weekend um well you asked gus and the listeners why they would check out and not watch the game and gus simply said i've seen this football for way too long why punish myself for i can catch up on my household chores there are a couple other texters that said the same thing they had other things going on and they didn't even bother i know a couple of our texters also fell asleep at halftime um And Ryan says it best. It's been really, really hard on most of the diehards, and they can't take it anymore mentally. Um, I interesting. Here, here's where where I I struggle, and and I feel for some of the fans for a game like this because, listen, for what it's worth, we've talked about it. Last season, you went three and nine. You had a lot of close losses, but for what it's worth, all those energy still was yeah. The energy was there. The losses went to some really good teams. Like you played. I think five teams that ended up winning 10 or more games last season. Like, it is what it is. A game like Saturday is like, even though you win by 21, they almost covered the spread for what it's worth, too. You just have a sour taste in your mouth. Like, something. It's like we talked about. It's lose lose. It's a lose lose. Bingo. It's a lose lose. And how that game finished was the definition of lose lose. Lose lose. You, yeah. There was no way you could win it unless you win 60-0. to zero, There was no way for Nebraska. And I'm going to say that game felt like a loss. You won. You, you, you are 1-1. One one, you are 500, and you probably will be 2-1 and one going into Oklahoma. Right. That like Yes, that is great. In, in, in a sense, the record is what it is. But this is why I said this over and over last year when Nebraska was 3-9. and nine. You have to look past the record sheet. And I think this is a perfect indication, too. It goes both ways. 
I'm not I'm not going to be hypocritical. I'm not going to say it goes one way. Last year, you have to look past the 3-9 and nine record. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of good on the field, and there were a lot of things that didn't go your way that you could have won, but you played a lot of good teams. The same can be said for Saturday. Like, you have to – you're 1-1. One and one. Yes, that was a win. You have to look past that. Like, mm-hmm. there were a lot of things that need to be fixed. And I'm excited to hear what the, what the texters say because I want to hear what the good, the bad, the ugly was. Because it goes past just a win. It was 17-17 to with four minutes left in the third quarter right. against an FCS opponent. This is Nebraska. That can't happen. It so, can't. So, for me, I understand. And the best way to, to say that, and I understand why people fell asleep. Because it felt like there's two, there's two components, right? You're watching. If you watched that night, you didn't feel the energy uh-huh. of, like, what happened with Utah and Florida. It didn't. It didn't have right. that. That just mm, that passion and light and just ooh that back and forth that heat. You know what I mean? It didn't have that on it, right? But you've got the other side of the spectrum, which was Iowa. Like I, oh I, I would have fell asleep. So you oh. have two. So right. so so for me, the good was you saw who your bell cow is. Yes. You yeah, saw why stud. Apple White. Yeah has made the decisions that he made because A.J. Right. Allen's solid as well. Good. Yeah. I feel bad for the others. You know, I when I watch Josh Quezian, he's very downhill. He's not even a one-cut guy for me now. You know, he's just just straight ahead. Uh, Ramir, you know, obviously you, you feel bad for him. Yeah. He, he, he did a lot That's for the organization. If I'm yeah. him, I'm looking at another position. Like, I'm, you know, I maybe would have already made the switch by now just knowing – you know what I'm seeing, and 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 you know Apple White, those are his guys. So the good for me is what Bell Cow has been established. A great secondary guy has been you know found. The good for me is I love that they just kept plugging away, and they made adjustments. Like when I came, when I didn't see anything of an adjustment in the Northwestern game. I it just like they were still just out there. Mm-hmm. Whereas at least you can tell they're like, okay. There was. There, there was, was an adjustment. Yes, I agree. So that's a good for me. Um, I'll get to the bad in a little bit. All but right. That's a good You want to go to some of the texters? Yes. Um, so Houston Pepper champion, champion says the good, it was a win. Uh, I agree with that. The bad, it was tied in the second half. Uh, the ugly booing at halftime, pathetic, childish. Who the hell wants to play coach at a stadium booing you? I honestly, I have to agree with him. I've never been a big fan of the booing. Um, n- now, listen, for what it's worth, if you lose a game to North Dakota, I maybe enough is enough. But I agree, I'm not a big fan of the booing. I would say that's the ugly part of it. Um, I, I'll tell you another good. Another I, I, good. I would say, Here's I would another say good. I love to hear the. They were great. They were great on first downs. They outgained North Dakota 254 yards to 83. That's a that's a great good for me. Right. They were also did 154 rush yards on 21 carries on first down. Efficient. That's efficient. Yes. So that's a good for me. I I I want to see that. The bad and the ugly was first half tackling again. I sent out a tweet yesterday that had Garfield with with a fork and a knife. 
and he was licking his chops. I said, that is Big Ten West running backs right now, licking their chops once they get the ball. Unless that gets changed. So that's the bad and the ugly for me. That's another one. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. When you play a team like Minnesota, Minnesota or Wisconsin, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Ryan from Nashville says, the good is the W we got, but that's about it. Uh, Big Slim says, the good, Anthony Grant. I, I think so. Uh, bad third down defense. Yeah, Big Slim. Uh, again, I, yeah. Northwestern was kind of the same way. It's almost like you just couldn't get Can't off, get the, off field, the field, and it just it just kills you. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugly, the sunburn on the offensive line faces from laying on their back. Uh, that's creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, a man named Ashley, he, he disagrees with the lose-lose against North Dakota. Uh, he says, we found Anthony Grant. We realized he's Amir Abdullah minus a little. This should be useful moving forward. Grant makes the bad offensive line look better. Facts. He makes the pass game work. Um, yeah, yeah I, I guess for a game like this, you can definitely see what you have, but I, I'm kind of thinking more from the fan perspective, just that, that we needed something, right? And, and, and I know Anthony Grant is that something. I just, I look at that game and I can't help but just feel a little sick, like a little like sour taste in my mouth. Like it just, because bring up last year, if that's what we want to do, just kind of comparing the two. Northwestern and Illinois, I, I think, felt a little bit similar, similar to me. I think Illinois was worse, honestly, but it felt a little similar. The second game last year, North or Nebraska smoked Fordham. Like, from the first snap to the last snap, Fordham was buried at home in Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. North Dakota had you on the ropes. Um, but so did Buffalo last year against Nebraska. Didn't look great. So maybe we can just flip the two games. I, I certainly hope so. Another good and bad. Just, Another good and bad, I think, is Borkature. We're trying to figure out who's going to fill a gap and avoid mm-hmm. for Volkolek. Mm-hmm. That that that's a I think that's mm-hmm. a big loss. Chance because he was starting to Brewington looked yeah, okay, but but okay. yeah, I think because of what happened in the Northwestern game with Borkature, you know, to rebound. Right. He dropped another one, I think, earlier in the game. And then, you know, rebounds with a with a touchdown catch. I thought that's a good and a bad. But we gotta we've gotta improve on Especially, that. Especially I would say if Vokalek isn't one hundred percent, leave him out against Georgia Southern. You've proven that you can beat an inferior opponent without him. Against Oklahoma, you have to have him. I on think the you field. gotta have Vokalek. You gotta have him on the field. Uh, Bill and Bennett says, I think there are some so-called fans that actually want Frost to fail. Uh, uh, Bill and Bennett, I I think you'd be right, but I want to make myself very, very clear. Under no circumstance do I want anyone to fail. I've been hoping since day one that this works out. And and I still hope that it does. I still have hope that they can turn the season around, but the first two games certainly don't make me feel great. Uh, Texter says, I spent my Saturday spending money on Canvas and supporting a team that can hardly beat FCS teams. I'm allowed to boo the terrible product that is only relevant because of us fans. Um, can you fight that? I can't fight that comment. I mean, that's that's a, that's one of those ones that, you know, it's just built up, built up frustration. It's like a volcano, right? The, the Nebraska fans right now to me is like magna, magma just treading underground and it's just one thing that can blow them up that would just launch it in that that's that buildup of continuous hearing the talk hearing all of the la 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 you know what I mean from every coach from every position coach and at the end of the day 
they're worse than like the Cowboys. They just build you up to break your heart. <laughs> and Nebraska's certainly been uh, they've been like that. Marks. So that's the part. It's sure. like that 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 tweet. I mean that um text right there to me is like the volcano has has erupted in in his mind. Uh, Kevin in Southwest Lincoln says Fordham was 10-7 Nebraska late in the first half. It was not a blow from the get-go. Uh, I mean, at half it was 24-7 Nebraska against Fordham, um, and it was 7-7 against North Dakota. And then if you fast forward into the third quarter, it was 38-7 Nebraska, 17-7 tied with North Dakota in the third quarter. So maybe I'm far off there, but I I certainly felt like that Fordham game – Felt a lot different than that North Dakota game. Um, uh, Thomas and Lincoln uh, says, I know someone that has wanted Scott Frost to fail since day one. So I guess, I don't know. Maybe maybe there are some fans that want, that want Frost gone and, and hope he fails. But I, I'm not certainly there yet. I, I, listen, it, he makes it a little bit more difficult to be, to be hopeful. But you know what we do on the block. We drink the Kool-Aid no matter what. We support this team. We support this fan base. But I think... This is this is the biggest thing, and we might hit on North Dakota a couple more times here throughout the week before we focus on on Georgia Southern. We'll break them down. Uh, hopefully, get some insight from from some people within the program for them too. I think the thing, and, I, and I'm going to hit on it again. And this is what I said: there is an opportunity again for Nebraska, despite the two games that we have seen. You have yet another opportunity where you can right the ship. Georgia Southern, and I know Texter said, are we sure Georgia Southern's an inferior opponent? Listen, you guys know I love my Vegas odds. Nebraska opens as a 22-point favorite against Georgia Southern. Yes, Georgia Southern is an inferior opponent. And I just, there is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like, you should, you're playing at home. It's another sellout. Don't be looking one week ahead. Georgia Southern. No, don't look towards Oklahoma. Trust me, this fan base wants to, but we're not there yet. Take care of business. Make a statement because there, there's still an opportunity, and, and I think that that's the. I think that's part of the good too, Strick. Yeah, is that despite everything, there's still an opportunity. We have we have shootout with Strick, but let's take Tim. Yeah, let's on, go on to the Honda, the, uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Tim, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey. hey, you know the one thing I think that we can all agree upon is that um, we all care. You know, whether fans are booing or whether or not they're not booing. You know, we, we all care. And when Scott Frost was hired, I don't think there was anybody that followed college football that did not think this was a marriage that was going to be extremely successful because it only made sense. But my question for Strick is, since you're a former player, you know, it's a different sport, but it's the same mentality. At, at any point during a season, early in the season, did, did you – you know, with your guys' coaching staff, is a little bit different. But what I'm getting at is I just – I wonder, you know, at, at some point do the players – and like I said, I know it's early. But when you start to see these results and you're thinking, oh, crap, here we go again. Or you're a new player and you're thinking, oh, man, what did I get myself into? Strick, do you think these players start questioning this early in the season? Or do you think they're still 100% on board? And I want to think they're 100% on board. But, but I'm just curious. Tell me what I think. Thanks for the call, Tim. Tim, I, I will say it from a, obviously from a basketball perspective, even though I, I am versed in football. But I will say it from because it's just it's just an accumulation of more games, okay? Um, I will say that if you're in a losing streak, like I remember my senior year, we ended up going on a 10 game. And I'll be brief because I know we got to go to break. But 
we ended up going on a 10-game losing streak. In the early stages of that, you're still confident. You're So three games into it, you know, you, you, you're just trying to figure out what it is, why is this happening, what are we not doing, we're learning, we're, we're watching film. But then when you get into like six and seven and you, you start doubting yourself, you start wondering, you start kind of looking at each other different. You know, who is it? You know what I mean? It ain't me. You know, you know, you start having those type of conversations and then you start seeing splinters. And then when you get really into it, like they've been into it, there's just a looming like ghost like of fear of failure that just kind of looms. So I think that's kind of where it is. I don't think that they're they're there yet. I think if they I think if they even win against um, so, uh, uh, Georgia Southern, and they if they get drubbed by Oklahoma, I think you're starting to see some more creep because you, you're hearing conversations. Coaches are probably telling you, "Yeah, we're not a good team. We need to work." You know, you, you're hearing maybe some things like that. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, it comes down to they've got to look internally. They've got to look in each other's room, and they've got to hold each other accountable. And that's what ended up happening with us before we turned it around and ended up winning a national championship. Right. Uh, that's where you, you have to, at some point, look internally. What can I do better? What do I need to do better? How can I help my guys in my space to be the best in this whole room and then let it begin to create a cancer of energy around it, right? That's what I saw from Garrett Nelson. I saw Garrett Nelson's energy change dramatically. And I think that's what we need to see, too, because he's one of the leaders on the team, and we need some type of leadership because he, he's been there. He's sick of this. Uh, pretty cool from Dirty Tony, the boys. says, I was in a small town, Kansas, for the holiday weekend. I was watching the game in a pizza bar surrounded by KSU fans who were coming in to get ready to watch the Wildcat game. You would not believe how many Kansas State fans want Nebraska to succeed and get back to relevance. Shout out to Freddy's Pizza in Seneca, Kansas. Shout out to Freddy's Pizza. And shout out to, you know what? I very rarely will ever do this because I have my own issues with Kansas State. Shout out to Kansas State fans. We appreciate you. We hope that Nebraska gets back to relevance as well. Shootout with Strick is next. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you. The trivia game, $15. Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line. All you got to do is beat the Husker Hall of Famer in some trivia. Go ahead and call us now. 402-464-5685. We'll have a shootout with Strick next. The block.